Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the city is back in action. Literally, the Hollywood actors and writer strikes are over, and the Pittsburgh film community is welcoming back its show and movie crews. But how are folks doing after going this long without work? We're with our film office's executive director, Don Kieser, to talk about how they've been supporting their artists and why it's taken Pittsburgh so long to break a decades-long filming curse. It's Monday, December 4th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. Don, it's so good to see you in person. I feel like we've spoken a lot over the years, but very rarely in the same space. Yeah, it's exciting to be here. Let's table set for folks. What does the film office do? Like, what's your hello? Nice to meet you. This is what I do speech. (laughs) I love that. Hi, it's nice to meet you. The Pittsburgh (laughs) Film Office has been around since 1990. And you've been there the entire time. No, I came in 1994. Close. 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 I'm the second director. I think you can count a lot of those years. I think, yeah. I've been there over 29 years. September marked 29 years. And we basically are the economic development agency for southwestern Pennsylvania, that's all 10 counties, mm-hmm. that focuses on marketing our region to the film, television, streaming industries. It's, you know, anybody, I used to say anybody rolling any type of film or video, but nobody you know, rolls. Nobody anymore. rolls anymore. It's all digital, but still the same concept. So it's still a really big job. And it's changed an enormous amount in that amount of time. It has changed an enormous amount. I'm really proud of the fact that we've topped over $2.5 billion in economic impact to this region's economy just based on income from the film and television industry. That's over the 29 years that's that you've over, been there? That I've been there, yeah, it's 2.5 billion. It's over 250 projects at this point that have filmed in Southwestern PA. That's incredible. Um, and of course, the strikes are close to over. The paper ballot to make it final final is still in progress. But assuming that all goes well, what movies or shows are going to be back soon, back in action? Well, Mayor of Kingstown's already here. Yeah. That's the Jeremy Renner starring show that um, we're thrilled Jeremy Renner's okay I and know. was able to come back and go to work. I had a, a gruesome injury. That was really, really scary and frightening. And it's nice that he's okay. And then it's nice that he's able to come back because that's a show that uh, employs over 400 people every day that they're working. And last year when they were here, they filmed for almost nine months. So it's a, it's a big time project for Southwestern PA. But they're already here. They're on the ground. They've opened offices. They've started hiring people. I think I saw a casting notice. Is that right? Extras casting. It's on our website, pghfilm.org, for those looking. But it's an opportunity to be in a TV series. It's on Paramount. And you'll be able to see yourself on TV. You might be playing a prisoner. You could be playing a drug dealer. I don't know. There's lots of... (laughs) It's kind of a dark show. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. It's not for the kids. This is not a show you want to watch your kids play. What's fun about it is a lot of times when I talk about Mayor of Kingstown, I'll have someone say to me, oh, I loved that show. Kate Winslet was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Mayor of Easttown? Yeah. Different show filmed in Pennsylvania. So we're happy about them, too. But that was Mayor of Easttown. Brad Inglesby wrote that. 
It was interesting timing for those two projects coming out at the same time, both focused in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but I can usually tell. It's usually like, oh, I love that show. It's like, really? Was Kate Winslet in it? Yeah, different show. But yeah, <laughs> we're uh, thrilled Mayor of Kingstown's here. We expect to see both American Rust back after the first of the year. Uh, the strike slowed everything down. And as I end up explaining, and I stole this quote from someone, but I don't remember who to attribute it to, starting back the film industry after this time, because we've been out of work since March of yeah. 2023. But starting it up, it's not like starting a car. It's like starting a factory because you got to hire all the people. You got to get all the stuff. It's kind of like, you know, if you're going to put on the circus, you got to get all the animals and everybody together. But um, Mary Kingstown's on the ground. We expect to see more right after the first of the year. People yeah. will be back at work. And then with American Rust and Mayor of Kingstown, I hear we're breaking a pretty good milestone here as well. It's pretty exciting. We've never made it to a season three. I didn't realize that until you and I were talking. Why didn't we make it to a season three? There's been all kinds of answers. You know, Mindhunter was our first really big TV series, David Fincher. We had a season one. We had a season two. There was a planned season three. Although season one was set in the 60s. Season two was set in the 70s. Season three was supposedly set in 1980s L.A. Mm. So it's really hard for us to play Los Angeles. You know, <laughs> we do New York here better than New York can do New York. And I get in trouble every time I say it. But we can close roads and I mean, we're able to. We're cheap. We're, we're cheap. We're, well, we're less expensive. <laughs> we don't ever say cheap. We're less. We're economical. We have an amazing crew. But we can look like all these different locations. Mm-hmm. 1980s LA is a little hard. We had some other shows. The writer's strike from last time, 15 years ago, that killed some stuff. COVID killed some stuff that should have been back. So we're pretty excited to get there. Mayor of Kingstown's actually filming their season three, but they filmed the first season in Canada. I think that still counts. I think it kind of counts too, but they're here because they fell in love with our closed state prison. Yeah. And like so many have, Mindhunter before that. Mindhunter. It's it's really a truly amazing location. And just to clarify, Pittsburgh has had TV shows here before. I assume some of them have gone to third seasons. They just haven't been the big budget ones from out of town. I'm thinking of WQED, for example, like they've been shooting here for decades and decades. Well, yeah, we were very fortunate that Fred Fred Rogers was from Pittsburgh and made WQED's home. And we all grew up getting to watch Mr. Rogers. And I'm still thrilled that I got to meet him. Yeah, it brings you back, of course, documenting everyone's childhood. Absolutely. And now we know where to get the best hot dogs and the best ice cream. And yes, we have a (laughs) plethora of talent here in Southwestern PA that is locally based. When I talk about, I'm talking about outside coming in. This is project work that comes in that hires our local union crew that is spending millions upon millions of dollars, putting people to work and putting money into the economy. We're talking outside in. The film office, which is actually kind of a good question. We work with outside in. We also work with inside out. So we help everyone. Doesn't matter what you budget is. We have a photo library that has over 50,000 images. So if you call mm-hmm. and you're looking for the greenhouse next to the blue barn, we'll pull all those for you. In reality, we'll get questions. We need the closed prisons. I've got the best coverage of mm-hmm. those prisons. If you need a courthouse, we send you 10 because we have 10 courthouses when you look at the ones on the county. So we help everyone like locations. We'll tell you how to close the street. We go looking for those big fish, if you will. And Uh, Try to be a good conduit matchmake for folks that are coming in and don't know the area super, super well like you do. Right. We're the one-stop shop. Well, and, you know, talking about that millions of millions of dollars, uh, our film tax credit had a little bit of a change in the last year. You have been fighting for years to get that thing increased so we could remain competitive with some states like Louisiana and others. What's the status of that money with the Pennsylvania budget? What's a a budget in Pennsylvania? Do we have one? (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm getting a little cranky, as I know most people are. (laughs) We were um, included in the current budget that has yet to be passed at $100 million, which is the same as last year. We're woefully behind. My friends in Georgia have an uncapped 
30% tax credit, which means they don't ever run out of tax credits. And when we created this program almost 18 years ago now, streaming didn't exist the way it does. And yeah. the streaming is really, if you think about what you watch on TV and you think about all the different channels, that's where all the content's being created. So, and those, those are large budgeted shows that require then a large incentive for them to be here. 25% of $100 million is a $25 million tax credit. But they've spent $75 million while they're here. So it's a good win for Pennsylvania taxpayers. And that's kind of how it works if you're not familiar is that big budget films will come in and say, we'll use this percentage of the workforce and we'll spend this much money while we're on the ground here. But they get a little bit of that back knowing that they're going to spend way more. 25 cents on the dollar is really the easiest way. Anything they pay a Pennsylvania tax on is qualified. Everything they rent or purchase has to be from a Pennsylvania business. So it, it's a great return. We have audited financial statements. We don't ever give them any tax credits until we've gone through every single spend and we know exactly where it all went. But, but we that's the kept... limiting factor because we only have so much to give folks back. Right. And we're very fortunate in Pennsylvania. We have two production centers. So we have Philly and Pittsburgh. If you think, But that means we have to share. We have to share. And I'm not a good share on this <laughs> thing. And neither is my counterpart in Philly. We're friends. Uh, she's had her job a year longer than me. She's been there for over 30 wow, years. Wow, that is a lot of continuity. Yes. Yeah. Some people might call us names, but we, <laughs> you know, sometimes I refer to us as the dinosaurs, but someone suggested maybe fine wine might be a better answer because you don't want to call yourself a dinosaur. But now Sharon's great. She's been there a long time and she fights really hard for her people, but we just, we need more funds. There's enough work. I mean, last year we had $550 million worth of work we had to turn away that couldn't come because we don't have an incentive. And there's really no point because they can go worldwide mm -hmm. with the incentive. So we had asked to increase it in this budget to $300 million. We unfortunately didn't get there. Governor Shapiro has said that he's very supportive of the industry and he is going to dramatically increase it in next year's budget. So putting that out in the airwaves, so just to help him remember <laughs> and uh, the people who surround him that the tax credit program, it works. These are jobs. This is money being spent in the economy and it just needs a little help to stay competitive. I'm not looking to go to Georgia, but at 300 million, we'd be in a really good spot and keep Pennsylvania competitive and at the forefront of where we want to be. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art. Eat gourmet snacks, people watch. We'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's gonna be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm, because this is a theme party. You wanna come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend, and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. 
Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, Don, I have heard you say in the past that we don't have to go looking for new projects anymore, that people call us. What do you think is it about Pittsburgh that makes people want to come here? Like, why are we so cool? Why do they want to film here? Yeah. Um, there's a couple main reasons. First and foremost is the tax credits, which we've talked about. You have to have some sort of incentive. So money. Money so is money's, number one. M- money's number one. The depth of our crew. We have some of the most amazing, talented people who live here who work in this industry full time. Um, na- statewide, we have 20,000 people that work in the industry. Regionally, it's about 5,000. Is but that a lot? It is for a, sp- a place this size. But it all goes back We've been making movies here since 1914. The one who really started it all is Night of the Living Dead in 1968. Mm -hmm. And we credit that show with really starting the commercial industry as you know it today. So it started training all these craftspeople. And they're craftspeople. They're artists. They're artisans that do this work here locally. And prior to the tax credits, we were lucky to get one show a year when they weren't working at home. They would be traveled. They would go other states. They'd go other countries. They worked everywhere because they wanted our crew. So it's the money. It's the crew. It's the diversity of locations. Mm-hmm. We can look like anything here, as long as you don't need a beach or a desert. Those are the two. Palm kind trees. Of we can't do palm trees. The palm trees are tough. I really thought <laughs> during Waterworld, if you remember that movie, I wanted to make one of the inclines a waterfall and, you know, do all the... We're joking, of course, but we just I, kept laughing. I put sand on that mon parking lot. I know. It's like, wait, I think we can pull this off. Now we send them up to Erie. They're great partners. So those are the main ones. The unofficial one I always like to add is the film friendliness of Pittsburgh. We still like it when movies come here. We still like it when TV comes here. We still have a sense of pride when they show up in our neighborhoods because sometimes it can be a drag. You can't park where you want to park. They've shut your street down, make you late for school. We, no, but we love to neb nose. We like to exactly. look over the fence. We just want to know what's going on. If there's a celebrity sighting, that's icing on the cake. Exactly. And it's fun and it's a point of pride, I think. It really helps because I believe every time you see Pittsburgh, either on the small screen or the large screen, you start changing the perception of what's actually here in people's minds. Yeah. Well, kind of to speak to that enormous workforce, you know, how have folks been doing now that they've been out of work for 10, 11 months? I mean, it's a, it's a good moment. Everything's restarting. But it's been a long time without a paycheck. It's been very difficult. In the beginning, people were a little happy, right? It was like, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna, to, we get a break because they've been working five years nonstop. In the old days, this would never happen. And we did a little happy hour event just for the film crew in June mm-hmm. because we hadn't seen them and we got everybody together because, you know, COVID had slowed some stuff down. And thankfully, our industry was one of the first ones back during the COVID um, shutdowns because they could afford all the testing. Mm-hmm. They could afford all the PPE. I mean, these are big corporations that run these companies. So they were able to get people back to work safely and quickly. But, you know, it had been it had been picking up. Everything started slow. They called it the de facto strike because mm-hmm. people didn't want to be caught in the middle of production if they were going to go on strike. So March is when things ended. We got everyone together in June and people were like, oh, I get the summer off. I'm going to take my kids to Disney or do whatever, because typically we're working in the summer given the weather. Right. You know, most people yeah. don't want to be here when it's 18 degrees. So. Everybody was happy. And then it started getting really worrisome. You know, it went on over 130 days. Mm-hmm. So people have picked up other work. People were driving for Uber. They were doing DoorDash. They were um, you know, taking some retail jobs. The film office, we hired a bunch of location people to go out and take photos to update our library. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because we need new photos. It gave them some work to do. Commercials were still able to work. So some of our crew were doing commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, you know, it's a lot of our crew are true artists. So there's carpenters who can actually build you custom shelves in your house or build a roof or build a deck. There's people who paint that mm-hmm. can come. You know, so a lot of them were able to pick up some of their artistic work. 
Is there anything that you learned or started doing during this period that you really want to keep going? Well, we are focused at, we created Create PA, which is our workforce training program. We finally have a name for it, where we've been training people to work behind the scenes in the crew. These are family-sustaining union jobs. They typically start at $24 an hour with full benefits. So we started this program. We got it funded in 2019. Yeah, this has been around for a little while in concept. In concept. And then, of course, we were ready to go and the pandemic hit. So we pushed it to 21. But we have close to 100 graduates now. They've done GRIP electric, sound, wardrobe, hair. I think those are the five. I'm sure I'm missing one. (laughs) But we're going to be doing accounting. There's a bunch that because we need more people in this industry. When we had the five shows working simultaneously, we ran out of experience crew. Yeah. And our union's wide open. They want to bring more people in. We want more diversity. We want the people working behind the camera to look like the people in front of the camera. We partner with the public theater as well. So we're working with the union behind the stage, in front Mm -hmm. of the stage. So we're working together to really try to change the face of who everybody is working in this industry. So we worked on that. We did a lot of cleaning in my office. So I'd like <laughs> I'd like the organization to stay. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. When I pulled out the original script from Silence of the Lambs out of a box, I was like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing with this? Maybe yeah. we should tidy a hair more often. Just, just maybe. So, yeah. Well, so if folks are interested with any of this, is there ways that you would suggest maybe they get involved with our local film scene? Absolutely. The easiest one is our website, which is pghfilm.org. We're on all the social channels we're, and we're on LinkedIn as well. And we post things as soon as they become available. So we posted the information about extras from Area of Kingstown. Mm-hmm. Once they start crewing up for American Rust and the other shows that we hope to be here, we put all that information out. On our website gives you information if they come and knock on your door and want to use your house in a movie Ooh. or your business in a movie. If you think your house is really cool or you know something really unique or interesting, Email us. We want to add those photos to the library. It's a constant evolving current library of photos because we want to be able to tell people, oh, hey, we've got this house that looks like a castle or, hey, you've got this business over here that does whatever. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then the workforce training program can folks apply online. Create PA is online and we post when we start taking applications, which we're putting the 24 calendar up here, hopefully before the end of the year. And then if you're involved with those, does that mean that you have then with film work back up kind of the on ramp to working in the industry? Great question. Absolutely. So everybody starts as a production assistant for the Mm -hmm. most part. Doesn't matter. What this does is gives you a leg up and a doorway to walk through. Right. It lets you in. You get to meet the union people. There's a union mentor that you're working with because we have union people teach this class. Mm -hmm. So they get a mentor. They get to learn about upcoming opportunities. And then when they walk on set for the first time, it's not like they've never seen what's going on. So the grips know how to move the cables and the wardrobe people know the different pieces that they're using. The wardrobe was five days of training. The hair training that we did was 142 hours of training. We're going to have it all up and you get to sign up and you interview and we try to peak the, and we keep these classes small. Usually it's 12 to 15 people. So you get very personalized information and you learn something and you get paid. We pay a stipend when you go through the training. Well, if folks want to get involved, we will have links in our show notes. Uh, that's pghfilm.org. O-R-G. Don, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, rate us, leave us a nice review, and make sure you're subscribed to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon. Look, I've been having a lot of fun with Billy Porter, uh, with Lee Daniels. I didn't meet Jason Momoa when he was here. Uh, I have met Jason Momoa at a climbing gym. See, you <laughs> met Jason. A lot of everyone met Jason. I didn't meet Jason. I figure I'll see him next time he comes back.